Good evening, and welcome to the View from the Rim podcast. I had to make sure I was on the right one. Um, It's the 9th of September, Friday night, tomorrow night, September 10th, the eve of Patriots Day, if you will, although I'm sure the lid would have loved to comment on what has become of Patriots Day, September 11th. But he's not going to do that here. Instead, this will be the uh, concluding segment leading up to the concert, if you will, uh, performance of America Belongs to God, which will be done at the uh, Independence Stake Center of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, 705 West Walnut Street, Independence, Missouri, at 7 p.m. tomorrow night. I wanted to speak on um, this last segment in regards to one piece in particular. A piece that is powerfully written. A piece that I too frequently in rehearsals have gotten way too exuberant over. But I really can't help myself. I will try to tomorrow night for the sake of the concert. But it's very difficult to do. And the piece is simply a compilation entitled America Belongs to God. Uh, the music uh, arranged by, uh, written and arranged by Larry Beebe of uh, Laris Music. And the text, as are many of the songs that Larry has written uh, by Barbara Dykstra. This one they've actually had for quite a while. His original copyright was 1976. To say it's a patriotic tribute would be inaccurate, perhaps, although it is. In reality, it lays out the importance of the land that we live in, America. From the foundation of the world. America belongs to God. Now, God did create the world and all of it. But the music specifically highlights features such as the craggy seashores and thirsty desert sands. He molded snow-capped mountains high and rich green meadow lands. He made great rushing waters and sparkling mountain springs. Prepared the land in every way for living, growing things. God made our land a garden and planted all the day. Great trees and tiny flowering plants to beautify the way. With fruits and herbs abundant, he sowed his vineyard wide. Invited beasts and creeping things to come and live inside. 
you might recognize the story as the story of creation. And so it is. He had prepared a place for man and woman to live, male and female. And then he created man in his own likeness, in his own image. And he created a woman to be alongside the man and gave them dominion over the world. Gave them two commandments. It's not in the book, in the music, but I wanted to highlight those two commandments. He's told to be, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. And then the other commandment, which we're all familiar with, thou shalt not eat of the tree of knowledge, good and evil. The problem is obedience to these two commandments, both of them, was impossible. Adam and Eve were in a pre-mortal state in the Garden of Eden. And it wasn't until they disobeyed the commandment to not eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, that they became mortal. And procreation was introduced into the world. We don't know how long Adam and Eve were in the Garden of Eden. They could have been there. You know, I mean, what does time mean when you're, when you're not a mortal being fraught with illness, having to do labor, and ultimately death? But there was no progression in that. God's plan allowed for Adam and Eve to disobey the commandment of partaking of the fruit, to teach them obedience, to teach them to have faith, to teach them to repent. And thus, mortality and sickness, death, were introduced into the world. And children. You know, we talk so much these days about many of the topics, you know, abortion, we talk about uh, marriage we talk about in all of its what's considered marriage today and what people forget 
is that procreation is a gift from God, not only to perpetuate the species, of course it is, but it is a union between a man and a woman to bring them closer together and with God bring father's spirit children to this earth to provide bodies for them. You want to know why I have such red flags regarding abortion? It's because of that. But let's move on. Over the centuries, this was considered a promised land. People that were lived here had been led here by God. We talked previously about how the land, we, those that lived here would be blessed so long as they kept the commandments of God, and that if they didn't, that there would be no promise for them. Columbus spoke mightily about the influence of the Spirit. The Holy Ghost. On his exploration. That ultimately led to the discovery. I mean it was new to Western Europeans. Of the Western Hemisphere. Doesn't matter that Columbus's calculations were off and that it wasn't actually the East Indies that he found. No, it doesn't matter because it was his intent. It was God's intent for Columbus to arrive. It was God's intent for those settlers that followed. Seeking freedom to to worship how they would was it God's intent for the Spanish to subjugate the natives no it's never God's intent to enslave people but we have agency And people will be held to account for their actions, if not this life, the next. These settlers came, and with many struggles, with death always over their shoulders, built a nation and began to thrive. We talked a little bit, about, I think, the last week about that. The different groups that settled what became the colonies. How many of those colonies were settled uh, as outlets for religious persecuted minorities from the Church of England. 
ultimately the War of Independence. And I'll pick up with the song again. They fought for independence, redeemed the land by blood. These men who loved this land were true, allied in patriot love. A document inspired was written by their hands. A constitution shielding rights of all throughout this land. Again, I, I want to take a pause here simply because too many people point at the founders and say, yeah, what about the slaves? Completely dismissing the fact that this nation fought a war over slavery. The founders had it right. The execution of it required a price to be paid. And ultimately, in the Civil War, the price was paid. For many years we've prospered and grown from sea to sea. And goodly folks still try to make this land what it should be. We are an imperfect people, of course. All of mankind is. Just as Christians and many other people of various religious faiths may fall short of what the expectations are in their religious observance as far as obedience to commandments or however they want to define it. The ideals are sound. You know, many wars were fought using God as the banner for both sides frequently. And one has to ask themselves, where's God stand in regards to war? We know what Christ taught. Turn the other cheek. If your enemy compels you to go a mile, go too. The flag of freedom flies here, and saints of God rejoice. America belongs to God for all eternity. And then we get into a much deeper part, because for members of the Restored Church of Jesus Christ, we believe that this land specifically was established, that the Constitution was established. The Bill of Rights, the first right enumerated in the Bill of Rights is free exercise of religion. 
more than speech or before speech, before press, before the right to assemble. All these rights, by the way, are under attack, but that's the Lib's job, not mine. The land was established with its imperfections for the restoration of the gospel of Jesus Christ through the prophet Joseph Smith. A young man seeking wisdom sought God in fervent prayer. The father and the son appeared within that grove so fair. Made clear through revelation, man's image is like God's. And called the youthful Joseph Smith to spread the word abroad. I'm not going to elaborate the history, the progress of the, the Latter-day Saints um, from New York to Ohio to Missouri to Illinois uh, to the Salt Lake Valley. Although the song highlights some of that. The song proclaims that prophets, a prophet and apostles are back on the earth. You can read in Ephesians where it says that the structure of the ancient church should be intact until there is a unity of faith. I think we can all agree that we're not at that unity of faith yet, even amongst Christian sects. How many are there? It's There's no way to even count them. I'm sorry, my throat's really dry. I had to take a drink. The well of living water flowed to souls long, tired, and worn, while many searching for the truth. Oh, I'm missing. While many searching for the truth and heard this message clear, then learned and lived the gospel plan and shared it far and near. And then as the song progresses, listen to this. See if it sounds familiar to you. And when men's, heart, and when men's hearts shall fail them, and Satan rules on earth. Those choosing to do wickedness will find the land accursed. Their wealth shall turn to ashes. Their power melt away. And Jacob, Jacob's remnant rises to cleanse the land without delay. All Israel will be gathered the priesthood strong preside. The gospel preached to in all the earth, so each one can decide.
no one should ever be forced to accept a teaching that is contrary to what they feel. Ultimately, it is up to each man and woman to decide for themselves. Now, point of clarity here, it doesn't matter how you decide. It does not change the truthfulness of a situation. You can say that the sun will not rise. And you can even believe that. But until the end, the sun will rise, even if it's a cloudy day. The faithful will be ready to stand in holy halls to greet their Savior, Jesus Christ, whene'er the trumpet calls. The earth and sky shall tremble, obedient to his will. It's very interesting, you know, that when it comes to this earth, the weather obeys God. The land and the features of the land, including the waters, obey God. Animals and plants are obedient in all things. It's only his children that say no to him. Great signs and wonders shall appear, his coming to reveal. And when that day commences, in glory he'll appear, descending with the heavenly host, Sorry, flipping the page. To reign forever here. The King of Kings exalted America will own. The new Jerusalem will shine forth with Christ upon his throne. And in sign to the nations, this chosen land will be. America belongs to God. For all eternity. Now I could go on about all the different songs. Battle Hymn of the Republic. Star Spangled Banner. Hymn for America. This one. is the keystone of the concert tomorrow night. America truly does belong to God. Not that America's people are better than any others. 
but they've been given so much. And where much is given, much is expected. Or if you're a Marvel Universe person, Uncle Ben saying to um, Peter Parker, with great power comes great responsibility. What will you do? with the opportunity that you've been given. America belongs to God. A musical event. Tomorrow night, September 10th. In Independence, Missouri. Consider this an invitation to come. A little nervous about the music, I'm not going to lie. Many of these pieces are very challenging. And who wouldn't like to have an extra month of practice, but we don't. It's tomorrow night. I wish you a good night. I'm going to go and rehearse. And pray that regardless of the technical ability I have that the spirit of the message will be sung by the finest heavenly choirs and touch the hearts of those who come to listen thanks for listening have a great night oh by the way this is my view from the rim I hope to see you tomorrow.